Hello, JCI USA. This is Membership Development Director Emily Nock, and you are listening to Owl Time, the official podcast of the JCI USA Wolfpack. Now, last year, we made history in this organization when we elected our first ever Deputy National President. That honor, of course, went to none other than Justin Wootski from the great state of Montana. Now, DMP Justin has been a fantastic resource at the national level for all of our chapters for several years. He's helped with things not only membership related, but also with marketing and branding. Well, this week we had the opportunity to sit down with Justin and talk not only about how he came to the JCs, but also some ways to properly brand your chapter and get the name out in the community. Welcome DMP Justin. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much, uh, Membership Development Director Emily. I'm really excited that I finally get a spot on Howell Time. That's cool. We're very fortunate to have you here with us today. And, and I know most of our members are probably familiar with you because you, you've been in a lot of different roles for the national organization. Um, you made history this year as our first ever deputy national president, which is an amazing thing. And you've just done so much for this organization. But a lot of people probably don't know more your personal story and how exactly you came to the JC. Well, yeah, um, I uh, grew up on a ranch. My parents were from central Montana. And when they graduated high school, they had an opportunity to move to some ranches in Northern California that my uncle had purchased. And so that's where my brothers and I were born and raised until I was 14 and my uncle passed away and uh, the ranches were sold. And so my parents had to kind of decide what we were gonna do and move on to our next level in life. And so we, uh, they packed us up and we moved to Great Falls, Montana, back to where my parents are from. And from there, I uh, graduated high school and uh, went to college in Bozeman, Montana and discovered graphic design as a career. And then after that, I moved to Portland, Maine to live with a friend uh, for a year and help start a business. And after a year of being there, I was just not connecting with people. And it's really where I learned that once you're out of school and academia setting, you really lose the opportunity to make friends unless you work for a big company with a lot, a lot of young people or you're just uber social. And at the time, I was very uh, reserved and shy and it was just a difficult time to make friends. So I gave my time in Maine for a year, and then I moved back to Montana to be around friends. Then in 2009, the state president of Montana, uh, Missy Minor, came through with our national president, Joni Kramer, to uh, do a tour of our state in Montana with the JCs. And uh, Misty had just moved to Billings and wanted to start a chapter there. So she was, they were just going door to door to business, to banks, uh, architecture firms, law offices, and meeting, just going and trying to find young people that worked at these businesses and talk to them about what the JCs was and that they, they were hosting a social and to please show up to the social and they would learn about how to empower themselves and collaborate with other young people in the community to do amazing work. And so my friend was a a loan officer at the bank and she knew about 10 of us that she convinced all of us to go with her to our local brew pub where we were going to meet these two women from the JCs. And so we did that and uh, we had like 10 to 12 of us there and they said, we're going to meet next Tuesday. We need 20. 
So the next Tuesday we came together and we had about 18 and they said, next Tuesday, we're going to meet again. And that time it was just misty, uh, but we all met, we had about 22 of us and we formed our chapter in the Billings JCs. Uh, and initially I just did it because I, there weren't any other groups in town for young professionals to meet together. And then also from my experience in Maine of not making, not being able to make friends, I wanted to make sure that whenever someone new moved to Billings in my town of Billings, that they could join the JCs and automatically have that opportunity to make friends and not be so difficult for them. And especially like-minded people that want to give back to the community and also better themselves professionally and personally. So that was kind of my passion and why I initially helped found our chapter. Uh, and then the amazing thing, you know, I wasn't looking to make friends, but I ended up meeting some of the most amazing friends I've ever had in my life because of being in the JCs. And these are people that are genuine and authentic. And I can't imagine not having them in my life, um, even though, you know, I don't even live in Billings anymore, but I'm still connected with them. And I love uh, just working on projects and ideas together to make every community I'm in better. That's great. And I know it's hard for a lot of us to imagine you as a reserved and shy Justin. So it yeah. shows a lot how this organization has really helped to form you as a person. Right. And I know you mentioned about that the, you wanted others to have the same opportunity that you had that moved there. You didn't want them to be in that same situation, which is a lot of times when we do things, when we talk about membership and we get excited and we do these incentives, that's the reason because we've had such a great experience with this organization and we want to spread it to others. Right. We just, we, um, you know, and your state president last year, Jess, like she had never really gotten an opportunity to know what the JCs were or to go to a national event and know what it really was. And once she did though, and she took that opportunity, she was hooked and now she wishes she would have known it sooner. And so I know that it seems so difficult to get our, even our current members to kind of pull them out of their comfort zone and convince them that they need to come to a state or national event. Uh, I, I don't know what the key is to get them to kind of wake up and, and give it that chance to, to do something out of their comfort zone and cross the line and, and be greater. But all of us members need to come together and figure that out. Like what is the magic thing to get people to realize the full potential of JCs? I completely agree with that. And the research has shown if you get a member out to a national event, the chances of them staying with this with this organization until they age out drastically increase. So, I mean, if we could get everyone right. out to a national event, it would be phenomenal. Yes. Um, yeah, and I was going to say, I mean, uh, I was at an event recently, and I think I just told everyone to, like, grab, I mean, it's like grab life by the horns and Life, we get to make our life what we want to make it. The world, as we know it today, was made up by people just like you and me. We stop at stop signs. We drive a certain way. There are laws in place. We People just like us made those happen. And so there is nothing stopping you and I or others that are currently living in our JC world from making tomorrow's world the way that we live. we want to live it. It doesn't have to be done the same way we do it now. And I started the JCs as a basic member. I just wanted to give opportunity for people who moved to Billings to make friends. And before you knew it, 
I was a chapter president a few years down the road, a state president, and then a few years down the road on the national team. And I had developed so many skill sets in myself that I, I outgrew my position at my work uh, and just ended up starting my own business. And I don't know if I would have had that confidence or the skill sets in place just from working at my job and going about my daily life uh, as, as, an, as just an average person. I, I'm so glad that I took the time and the money to invest in joining the JCs and staying in it annually and going through the processes of passport and our chapter through civic leadership certification and just continuing to take advantage of everything that JCs has to offer, offer me as a member because it's made me so much better in my life and my professional life and personal life. And I, I just want that for every member if they can if they can wrap their heads around it and realize that you don't have to work a job that you're just living paycheck to paycheck. You could take a, an opportunity like the JCs and better yourself to a point where you're in charge of your life and you get to make it how you want to make it. Uh, yeah, that's such a great testimony for the power of this organization and, and all that it really has to offer. I know you started just wanting to help out locally, but you, you've definitely come a long way from there, um, been very involved. And I know you've had a chance to travel uh, all across the country and even to some other countries and really experience some of our organizations out there. Now, in your travels, as you're, you're going to the, visiting these different chapters and members, what do you find are some of the biggest obstacles that our chapters are facing? Honestly, the obstacle is getting people engaged in the community and making your chapter known that you exist. I think we kind of get stuck in our own little tunnel vision that we we think, well, we do these projects and we've advertised it so people know who we are, but we're not we're not advertising ourselves the right way. Uh, I constantly hear people use the term volunteer or They'll stand up at a meeting or in a city thing and say, well, we're the JCs. We're a volunteer group. And that's kind of, it's selling us in the wrong light. Um, our mission is to uh, provide development opportunities that empower young people to create positive change. Uh, nowhere does it say that we're volunteers. Uh, we also pay a membership. And that membership is just like what you pay for a gym membership. You pay to be part of a gym to develop your body and to become healthier. And JCs is something you pay to develop your mind and your skill sets so that you can help run a community, but also just help yourself become whatever you want to be. That's so true. And with so many different organizations out there, it's important to set ourselves above the other ones. Let them know that we're not just a group of volunteers. Uh, there's a lot more to the organization. So what right. would you say are some, some good ways that chapters can get that message across? How can they properly brand themselves to their communities? I think the key is getting everyone in the chapter on board with the idea that we're not volunteers, that we're leaders and we're developing leaders. We do have members that just come to events and just help out. And it seems like they just want to be a volunteer or they just want to know about volunteer opportunities. But I would still call them like leaders in training or something else uh, just to add more value to what they're doing. And I don't mean to devalue the term volunteer at all, because I am so grateful that in, the, in our world, there are so many people that want to give their time to help others and to make their community better. Uh, and the JCs is where a volunteer comes 
to work out, become even bigger and brighter than they were before and become the leader of the volunteers to create the volunteer experiences and the opportunities for other people to come in and help support their communities as volunteers. But we are the leaders of all of that. And I know one of the old mantras they used to use was leadership through community service. Yeah. Uh, I, I know community service sometimes has a more negative connotation nowadays. So it's maybe not the best choice of wording, but it's really that key focus on leadership and Yes, we are making an impact in our community. Yes, we are trying to help out and do these things, but there's so much more. We're learning from these experiences and growing as individuals. Right, and it's it's just finding other words to use that really, I mean, just the words development, empowerment, uh, civic engagement. Uh, civic engagement is another word I'd like to use instead of community service. Uh, the, oh, positive change. Uh, put out there in our statement, our members can embrace them and use those and kind of take out other words out of their vocabulary. So uh, because if you're trying to kind of rebrand yourself uh, as a chapter uh, with our current status of who we are, of we're developing ourselves as leaders through community projects and community impact, then we need to use those words and embrace the fact that we're leaders and we're more than just volunteers. And that's why you pay to be part of the organization. And when our members who think they're volunteers ask, why do I have to pay this? Why do I have to pay to volunteer? Then you share with them, well, there are 12,000 other members in our country that pay to be a JC and they're not paying the volunteer. They're paying to develop themselves as leaders so that tomorrow we can run our communities to make them the best that they can be. What would you say? Because a lot of our chapters have been in existence for 50 years plus. Uh, some of them, my chapter uh, is over 80 years old now. So right. some of these chapters are very ground in, in the reputation and the image that they currently have as being more of a community service organization versus a leadership organization. So what would you say if one of these chapters, if they want to kind of rebrand themselves, what advice would you give to them on how they can do it when they're, they're so already kind of ingrained in everyone's mind as a volunteer group? If they truly are realize and are aware that their past has maybe branded them a certain way and they are all on board with wanting to be branded a different way to get people invested in joining their chapter and being a member, I suggest that they talk to their state people, their state leaders and their national vice presidents and a graphic design on staff school marketing. Uh, one, you could go to canva.com and try to use that free service that makes anyone look like an amazing graphic designer. Or two, when you work with these state and national people, they will help you develop materials so that you can really be a put together this giant force of material and information and get your members all on board of talking about, all right, like last week we kept going out telling people that we're a volunteer group and that we need, that we need people to help with the Easter egg hunt. This next week we're talking, we're changing everything. Like we're leaders. We are the creators of this Easter egg hunt. We empower our members to make that Easter egg, egg hunt different as they want every year uh, with the same impact in our community. And you just go out and you 
like uh, paint the town essentially with all of your new information and get it out on social media that this is who you guys actually are. And, but you have to make sure that everyone in your chapter is on board and also talking to key aged out members who are maybe still an integral part of your chapter to get them on board with what you're trying to do so that you don't have anyone out in the community kind of self-sabotaging your chapter's efforts to rebrand yourselves uh, as a leadership development group versus just a show up if you want and volunteer group. I, I like that. Not trying to change everything right away and overnight, but talking to people, getting everybody on board with the same idea. So it's not such a, a shock. Don't just rip off the bandaid, so to speak, make it more of a warm transfer right. and make sure you have the support for it as well. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I think in the past, some chapters have thought of rebranding of like, well, okay, well, we're going to rebrand from a JC's to a JCI group and that's going to fix all of our problems because we changed our logo and we're going to put our mission statement out there more, but that's not going to do it. it rebranding yourselves culturally, culturally is truly about uh, your attitude and the words you say and what other people in the community know and think about you. So the, the main, the biggest thing you need to do is get everyone on board phrases and wording and mantras to have your members say over and over again, uh, have your chapter work on a, a 30 minute elevator, a 30 second elevator pitch of this is who we are. And so if you're in an elevator with someone and they ask what the JCs are, this is what you'll say. That way everyone's on board and you don't have you know, five people saying that we're leaders and you have eight people still saying we're volunteers. Um, if everyone can't show up to that meeting that they said that they agree that we're going to do this, make sure an email goes out with some information and uh, some sheets that say, hey, this is our new 30 second elevator pitch. This is our mission statement. Here's our new logo. Whenever you're out talking to the community, this is what you should say about who our group is. And also while you're out there, if you meet any young people that want to develop themselves as leaders, have them join our club. Uh, I, we live in such a negative world right now with the, um, the attitudes of our politicians and our government and people on social media that everyone just unloads their opinions and people get upset and the JCs can be this place where your voice can be heard and we can respect one another and our differences to come together to make amazing positive changes in our world so that we can live in the best world we can tomorrow. But today is going to take all the work to get there. And you're definitely right on it not happening overnight. Uh, this is something where you really need to sit down, develop a plan with action steps of what, what we're going to do. And if you feel under powered and not able to do this on your own as a chapter that's why we have a state a national and an international level so reach out to your state presidents your state vps your national vice presidents your national presidents uh and that's what they're there for we want to help you uh, we just need you to come to us because it's hard for us to go talk to 400 different chapters across the country hoping that this is information they want to hear or hoping to know what they want um, if you know what you need for help or if you know that you need help just raise your hand and let us know and we can talk and we'll figure that out for you with you because it really we have to figure out with you not for you 
Great. Now, DMP Justin, if someone wants to reach out to you and has more questions about rebranding or just any questions about your role, what's the best way they can get in contact with you? Oh, yeah. My email is jwutsky at jciusa.org. So that's J-W-U-T-Z-K-E at jciusa.org. Great. Uh, is there any other tips or advice that you want to give to everybody listening out there? I think our, our organization is in a crisis with losing members. Uh, we don't seem to be retaining as many members and we try to fill them up with new members and then we don't retain those members. It's about relationship. If you are a leader in your chapter as a, a board member, your one of your sole responsibilities is to make sure you're having conversations, going to coffee, having phone calls, meeting with individuals and finding out what makes them tick and what their passion is so that you can tell them because you because you're passionate with that or this is what makes you tick this is where you should get involved in our chapter and this is what you should do because you will immediately connect their their value to the organization and they'll want to get involved and stay then the next level is to follow up on that after you've had that conversation and you haven't talked to them in a while connect with them again and say hey what what did you reflect on that conversation we had do you want to do more? Do you want to get involved? Because I think you would be amazing at what we talked about. Um, we just have to be there to hold each other accountable and to continue to inspire and motivate one another to create this amazing, empowering experience, because that is what our organization is about. Uh, just don't, don't expect people to know what the JCs is about. You have to let them know what it is about and what the rules are. And then they can come to the, you know, come up to the plate and play the game of JCs. Great. And that's memberships all about building those relationships and spreading your passion as well. So you, you really hit the nail on the head with a lot of your points there. Yeah. And I, I just have one final question for you. One, one more ask, because we end all the podcasts this way. So I need you to do your best Wolfpack Howl. All right. I knew this was coming. I have not practiced though, but <laughs> here we go. Okay. Ow! <laughs> that was fantastic. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us, DNP Justin. Please, if you have questions for him, reach out to Justin. He, like the rest of the executive committee, are here to help you, your states and your chapters to grow. And everybody just have a great week. Thanks again for joining us, Justin. Thank you so much, Emily. Thanks for listening, JCI USA. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode of Howl Time. Remember, if there's a topic that you want to hear about, or if there's a program, a project, or a chapter that you'd like to see highlighted on Howl Time, reach out to me and let me know about it. You can email me at enock, that's E-N-O-C-K, at jciusa.org. Until next week, JCI USA, I'll howl at you later. 